Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 239 of the Speaking Club podcast. I want to start this show with a quote from Brené Brown. I want to be in the arena. I want to be brave with my life. And when we make the choice to dare greatly, we sign up to get our asses kicked. We can choose courage or we can choose comfort, but we can't have both, not at the same time. I started this podcast for two reasons, because I want to help people recognize the power of stories and humor in speaking, and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organizations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hey, thanks for joining me again in the Speaking Club. I hope you're well. I am. I've just come back from my first trip abroad since COVID and I had a wonderful break in Spain, although I was upset to be away when our Queen passed away. And like many people, I was surprised by how sad I was at her death and how emotional I became at watching the footage of her and hearing people share their anecdotes and stories about her. And the thing is, this even happy stories can trigger sadness depending on the context. So you can imagine the potential that painful memories have for triggering a physical response in us. And that's what I want to talk about today. As Brené Brown often points out, there is power in being vulnerable. But I believe there's even more power in showing that vulnerability through a story about a personal experience. But if that story is emotionally charged, then there are some additional things that you need to consider before you share it with an audience. That's because it can be done badly. And when that happens, you can make your audience feel uncomfortable, distract them from your core message and undermine your impact. Now, I'm not saying you should ever make your audience feel uncomfortable. You know, I want you to be provocative and poke them, but it needs to be intentional and not, you know, a discomfort that is awkward and, and, and makes them, you know, distracts them from your message. So this is an important thing. And just this week, someone reached out to me for help with this. And they said to me, it would be great to get some insight onto how to share enough of an emotionally charged story without getting too emotional and yet somehow still remain authentic um, and also share as much as I'm able or willing to. And this is not the first time it's come up. Uh, So in this show... I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on what you should consider before you use an emotionally charged personal story in your talk and some tips for managing your own emotions when you share it. Okay, well, let's start with some of the big mistakes that people make when sharing emotionally charged stories that I've seen. The first mistake I've seen is is people sharing a personal story traumatic experience when it isn't directly relevant to the topic of their talk. 
And I might have mentioned this story before, but I remember one of the most awkward things I've experienced is listening to someone switch from talking about improving your social media to talking about a story uh, around a sexual assault that happened to them and then bursting into tears. And this switch, this diversion completely blindsided the audience. There was no segue, there was no context, there was no build-up and they were immediately uncomfortable and it overshadowed all the good stuff that had been shared up to that point. Fortunately, their partner saved the day by jumping up on stage and proposing to them. That was a weird uh, gig that I went to there. Anyway, the second mistake that that person made was sharing, in my opinion anyway, sharing this story without sufficient healing taking place. Because I'm not an expert here, but I believe it's very difficult to manage emotions when they're still very raw. And depending on the experience that you've had, either time on its own can reduce the level of emotion to the point where you can talk about it without losing control, or it needs time plus some professional help, you know, counselling, whatever, to deal with any trauma or residual trauma that still exists uh, that that experience might have caused. So next, the third mistake then people can make, and this can apply to any story, is sharing too much detail. As you'll know, people's time and attention is precious. So you've got to make sure that everything you share is relevant to them and where you're aiming to get them to with your talk. Irrelevant information and detail can make your audience switch off. And you don't want that. Absolutely not. So, and it was, you know, the thing is with this stuff, it's hard to have objectivity around this sometimes because we can get too close to our stuff and it all seems important to us. So I would always suggest testing your content out to avoid this mistake. Okay, the last one I'm going to cover, the mistake I'm going to cover is the opposite of the previous one. And that's not sharing sufficient detail. Now, what I mean by this is that I've often seen um, people make a throwaway comment that opens up a whole bunch of questions for your audience and then they never go back and close the loop. And don't get me wrong, it is absolutely fine to intentionally open up loops in order to keep your audience engaged as long as you close them by the end of your talk. All right. So think about what your audience is going to have in their mind when you drop a piece of content on them or make a throwaway remark. Are there things you need to deal with for your audience there? Okay, so those are the big mistakes. And now I want to shift into how you can avoid them. So the first thing to consider is when is it right to use a traumatic personal story in your talk? Now, I would say that if the story is relevant to the problem and pain your audience are experiencing, then it would be good to use it as long as you're moving them forward with it. So through your story, you're aiming to reflect in some way the situation your audience is in and to show them the transformation that's possible for them. 
They don't have to have had the exact same experience as you for it to be relevant, although this might be the case. But the way that they have been affected may be similar. The next thing you need to consider is how much detail should you share? So I was talking to the person that reached out for help on this subject and they offer two different services and therefore they'll be talking to two different types of audiences with these services. One group uh, will have experienced similar trauma and one group, the other one, is trying to protect people from it. So it's likely that when she shares the story to the group who've experienced something similar, it will be appropriate to go into more detail into how the event has impacted her life and what she did to move forward. For the other group, it might not be appropriate to share that much detail. It might be simply sufficient to say something like, I know from personal experience the devastation that this can cause. And that's why I do what I do today. And I'm here to support you so that you can stop it happening to people you care about. So it, that might be enough. You only need to allude to it. You don't need to go into the detail. But obviously, it depends on the audience, the subject and so on. Without knowing the, the details, uh, it's difficult to say. But that could be the case. Okay, the other aspect to this is how much information you're comfortable sharing. Because if you're not comfortable, then your audience won't be either. Right, next up, I want to touch upon your responsibility to manage your audience's emotional journey. First of all, you really have to look at your content through their eyes at all stages of creating your talk and the delivery of it too. And consider what feelings it might provoke and whether this is appropriate for the context, uh, context in which you're talking. The next thing to say is that ideally it would be good to build some lighter moments into your story or around your story to give the audience some relief. Again, as long as it's done appropriately. If you're a regular listener, you will have heard me talk about this before. And because you'll notice when, when it's a, a play, a series, a film or a book, writers will always sandwich the dark stuff with something lighter to give the audience a chance to regroup, you know, to... to have a bit of light relief, as, as I said. Okay, last thing I want to share with you is what you can do to manage your emotions when you speak. So the first thing is to check in with yourself to see if you are emotionally ready to share your story. Has there been enough time and healing for you to detach sufficiently from the pain to talk to an audience about it? And let's be clear here, though, I'm not suggesting that you share something painful and emotional like a robot. It's unlikely that you'll ever be able to share without being affected in some way. And it's good to be vulnerable and to show that to an audience. But it is also important to be able to keep the emotion under control. You don't want to break down and let those emotions get in the way of your message, stop your talk, for instance, or, or make your audience uncomfortable. My next piece of advice is to get really clear on why you're sharing your story in the first place and focus on the difference 
that it can make to others. If you can focus on that and understand that it is not about you, that you are a vehicle for a bigger mission and message, then it makes it easier to detach and control the emotion. Okay, final suggestion is that you find a place to practice sharing your story because you'll likely find that the more you talk about it, the easier it will be to control that emotion that comes up. Now, ideally, this is not in front of an audience where you're wasting an opportunity or you're putting yourself under more pressure. If possible, find a safe space with a person or group that will be supportive, patient and honest with you. Right then, I hope that all of that has helped you with what can be quite a tricky part of creating and delivering personal stories. And before I give you your takeaways, I want to let you know that you don't have to work on this stuff on your own or go to a place to practice and learn that sucks the personality uh, and emotion right out of you. And that's because I created the Speaking Club Live membership. It's a safe space where you can test out your content, share those personal stories and practice your speaking skills to accelerate your speaking success and impact. You get one-to-one coaching, support and accountability every week and it's flexible so you can come for your 15-minute one-to-one coaching slot and go or stay and get extra value from listening to the coaching that I give other people. And we have members from all over the world so you can find a time that suits you and you can join me for one month or three or a whole year. It's up to you. Or another way that I can help you is if you're just starting out or you want to create your signature talk, you know, nothing's really been working or you want to up level your signature talk, then I can help you with that too. Check out the Nail Your Signature Talk in 60 Days program, which you can do with me one-to-one, although slots are very limited, um, or in a blended self-paced and live group coaching program. You can find more details about either of those over at saraharcher.co.uk. Okay, so here are your takeaways. Make sure that the story you want to tell is relevant for your talk topic and related to the problem and pain you want to solve for your audience. Only give enough detail to convey your message so that you don't make yourself or your audience uncomfortable for the wrong reasons. Always consider what effect your content is going to have on your audience and your audience's emotions and take time to plan and manage their emotional journey through your talk. Think about where you are on your healing journey in relation to the experience you want to share and whether you're ready to speak about that in front of an audience. If you are ready, but there are still strong emotions, put these in the context of the wider purpose and passion you have for the bigger message you want to share. And lastly, make time and space to practice telling your story so that it becomes easier And ideally, do that in front of a supportive audience and in a safe space for you. That's it. Thank you so much, as ever, for joining me here on the Speaking Club podcast. I know 
that there's so many podcasts you can choose to listen to, but it means the world that you've chosen to listen to this one. And what would really help me out and also all the other people that you think might benefit from this is if you can share about it either in person or another great way to help the show out and you know and show some love for the stuff that you're enjoying getting here is to leave an honest rating or review over at ratethispodcast.com slash tsc or you can just leave a rating or review on the platform that you're listening to it on whether that's a an app or spotify amazon apple Podcasts, wherever Okay, until next time, I'm going to leave you with this. Don't you forget to go out, grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. Getting to practice your speaking in front of an audience is a crucial part of testing your message and developing your skills and experience as a speaker. Yet opportunities to do this in the right environment can be hard to find. Add in the chance to get expert feedback and coaching on your content structure and delivery and the opportunities are even fewer. But that's what you'll get as a member of the Speaking Club Live. There'll be hot speak slots and you'll get the chance to practice sharing your message, your storytelling, your humour and all the different aspects of speaking in front of me and other members. Then you'll get feedback and coaching from me and your peers so that you're moving forward on your speaking journey with accountability and support. If you'd like to find out more about how you can become a member of the Speaking Club Live so that you can build your confidence, improve your delivery and become a better speaker, then go to saraharcher.co.uk slash club now.